Hey, welcome back to the second episode of A Daily Teen. My name is Michelle. I'm Prasik. And I'm Namrata. This is the second part of our coronavirus mini-series. Again, we started this to just be relatable. Um, Before we get started, make sure you're practicing social distancing and are maintaining proper cleaning habits. Um, Prasik, take note. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Alright guys, so how has your first week of online school been? Um, my first week's been kind of meh. We're getting, like, bombarded with work, and it's really tiring cause it's such long packets, but... Yeah, same. Honestly, I kind of wish we could be at school, because at least we get the same work, and I could still see my friends, you know? Yeah. Um, Nomrata, what about you? How How's your first week been? It's been pretty chill. I honestly kind of like it. They're all, like, putting their assignments at once and then you just have to finish them sometime by the end of the week i think it's pretty chill yeah but wouldn't you rather be at school like seeing with your friends Mm, i mean mean, (laughs) yeah i mean friends are nice and all but i mean you have to have some first (laughs) 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 but you know pratik stemming off of what you said though about like returning back to school there's been some talk like about not returning back to school after like even after corona ends like do you guys have a certain take on that oh heck no i could not handle that like i do want to go back to school yeah i mean like besides of the fact like seeing your friends and stuff i mean uh, you get a higher quality of education when you're actually at school like you can't get that just by being at home yeah i feel like i'm not learning anything to be honest like it doesn't feel like i'm actually grasping information learning it from home just feels like lazy you know yeah, like, I feel like teachers wouldn't even be putting out work. Like, they're just putting out work now because, like, they kind of have to. But I feel like if they didn't have to, there wouldn't be any work for us to do until we actually got back in school. You know, you guys bring up some really solid points. <coughs> Personally, I mean, I am leaning towards, like, we shouldn't return back to school. Uh, mainly because, you know... Um, maybe not for our public school, but for a lot of other public schools, they've been doing online schooling for multiple weeks already. And suddenly changing back into that school environment after remotely only learning online and having that for like a couple of weeks could be difficult for a student and it could impact them like academically. Maybe it's not going to apply for all students, but it could apply for most perhaps. And, like, besides the whole entire academic perspective, like, if we did return back to school, I feel like it's too premature to do such a thing. Because if you look at a lot of the Asian countries, like, now, like, China, Vietnam, Korea, Mm -hmm. a lot of them have been, like, prematurely, like, going back into doing a lot more social things going out. But now, suddenly, they're having an uproar in cases again. And, you know, we want to be safe before we can return back to school or start doing anything social whatsoever because we don't want to risk having another uproar even if corona calms down. I mean, you make good points, but addressing the second point, I don't think we'd be allowed to go to school even if it wasn't, like, 100% safe outside. Like, I don't think, like, CDC, WHO, I don't think any of them would let us, like, go back to school if it wasn't 100% safe. And then also addressing the first point, like people and like smaller schools are doing like online learning, but that's because a lot of websites are now free. Like what happens to the uh, schools that can't afford like 
to do online schooling, then what happens? Like when those websites shut down, I mean, when those websites become like paid again after the corona goes away. I mean, so on with that, like a lot of um, a lot of low-income families and stuff like that, they get their meals and like actually have friends and all of that stuff at school. Like, school is the only place where they actually get meals and actually have a good environment to be in. Yeah, what you're saying is totally correct. Like, a lot of teens prefer the school life over their home life, you know. Um, but there are a lot of schools, like our public schools, that are providing food for a lot of those family that families that struggle um, with bringing food to their table or students that rely on school food. So I think that's a good idea, and I believe most schools are already doing that. And, you know, I mean, it's a really iffy topic because it can lean towards both ways. But at the end of the day, it really depends on how corona is like going on and if we have a vaccine if it's calmed down or any of that yeah but i mean like even shying away from like the food portion of things like Mm -hmm. what if like you know you never know anybody's situation right so like what if somebody Mm -hmm. is like has domestic issues or like somebody is like maybe they don't feel comfortable talking to somebody in their family because they they're not close but they could talk to one of their friends or like one of their counselors or somebody important at their school to them like I feel like just besides, like, food and education, teenagers also rely on, like, a school environment to, like, boost their normal, like, Right, I, I, I think we have to think about, like, why do, don't people already, like, homeschool online? Like, we have a public school for a reason, and most people go to, like, public schools because of not just, like, the education, but, like, the environment and, like, the food, obviously. But it's it's really, like... An environment and a lot of a lot of your friends and all of that that's you only get that specific experience at public school or school in general most definitely most definitely you know the school environment helps a lot of people mentally like a lot of my friends rely on school because it helps them escape from like their whole entire mentality and makes them be more focused on school and education you know helps their mind get off of everything does the same thing for me too as well you know and it's always nice but I don't know it it really just goes both ways and it's really dependent on what's gonna happen with corona by the time like people are considering returning back to school yeah I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest I don't think that we are gonna go back to school as much as I would like to at least for this school year so so, like, um, I think we've heard, like, some schools are talking about maybe just not really taking grades and just giving everyone A pluses. So, do you, th- do you think that teachers should do that? Not at all. I do not think so. Because, see, like I said before, quality of education is important. But people who care about that education aren't only going to wait for schools to open back up. They'll figure out ways to learn and achieve stuff on their own, right? And I feel like kids are, there are definitely kids who do that. Like, I know kids who do that myself. And I also know kids who, like, don't take use of this time that they have. They spend that time playing Fortnite and stuff, which, I mean, it's a fun game. But, like, I mean, like, you have to take use of that time. And I feel like if people just got A pluses, how would that be fair to the people who work super hard 
compared to the people who like don't yeah that that's a really good point to bring up like with all this time we have students should start taking responsibility and start putting effort into their work and not just be all laid back because it's just online school (coughs) but i mean again you need to realize that a lot of students um especially like a lot of my friends are more focused on coronavirus and what's happening around the world rather than their own education because they're too focused on staying safe and trying and just like hoping that all this will die down and just straying away from their education and I mean yes they could focus on both things at the same time but there are some students out there that can't do that but I feel like the whole entire A plus system thing I mean although it sounds nice and all I feel like we should just adjust it to fit with our whole entire curriculum at the moment rather than just automatically giving students A. I totally, I totally agree with you, but I think as much as I would not like to reward people with like A pluses, even when they probably don't deserve it, when we're schooling from home, a lot of times like tests and stuff, they are kind of open note and you can like search anything up. So even if we were to like not just openly hand out A pluses, basically people are getting A pluses anyway. See, I don't, I don't, hundred percent agree with that because I don't think tests are open notes, and that you can search things up. I think that people exploit that system, and I think that people do search things up and they do make it like an open note test. But like right. that's part of my thing, right? Like. This is a good time, actually. Like in some sense, I know this whole thing's bad, but I mean, if you use this time carefully, you can get pretty far ahead. And also, it's like a good teaching tool. Like it shows you responsibility, like from not cheating to being on top of your work. Like and seeing a teacher remind you every day that hey, your review guide is due like next Friday. That's one thing. But like being able to remember yourself and get it in on time, that's a whole different level of responsibility that I think a lot of people don't Real, have. Realistically, yet. that's true. Like, realistically, that's true. And you would hope that people are like that. But either way, whether or not you just hand them an A+, or, like, we're having our um, people, you know, just go out and, like, search up the answers to tests and stuff, like, either way, you're kind of cheating the system, and I guess, and you're kind of just getting an A+, anyway. So yeah. like like what's the point, you know? Yeah, that that I see where you're coming from. Like that totally makes sense because I mean, it's natural for teens to cheat, okay? They have that habit because they want to succeed and especially with our generation, it's all about succeeding and having good grades. So, like of course they want to cheat because they want to have that good grades. But like what Pratik was saying, this could really help us focus on our honor code. And be more, um, I guess, moral with our whole entire school year and try focusing on being true to ourselves and teachers when learning and actually taking our education into our own hands, which is really good. Um, But I mean, moving from that, like, only reading that some schools might be implementing like a pass and fail thing. Do you think that would be more preferable than the A plus or is it a like a worse idea i think it's definitely more preferable but it may not be the best idea just yet but like yeah i mean for sure like somebody who works hard definitely deserves to pass and somebody who chooses to 
not to do their work and they don't care about it as much definitely doesn't right but like i mean also there are people in the middle like people who may be like driven to do the work but they may just need help with the like execution of the work then it's kind of hard to see like would they fail would they pass you know what i mean yeah it depends on like what the actual um i guess like rules and like qualifications are for passing or failing because it could either be like people who don't deserve necessarily like the highest grade of all of them passing or it could be you know a lot of people failing it just i don't think it just depends on what the actual system is yeah Hmm. i mean yeah, yeah i mean that totally makes sense but i mean thinking about like everything Australia just said it's kind of funny that the coronavirus right it's supposed to be like when you think of a virus it's something that affects people and like symptoms and like they get sick they hopefully get better stuff like that but like this is showing more than that like like i said in the last podcast it's showing flaws in like the political system of the u.s it's showing like how like kids and like teens in this age are like brought up like they're brought up to like be like successful more than like to be moral and to be ethical like it's kind of interesting yeah we we definitely have been seeing a big educational flaw in um in the education system like you have to realize that you know school has always been like in the past like something that's grateful and if you're able to go to school you should be happy and proud of that but now in our generation like the fact that there was the coronavirus and we got to have school canceled due to this horrible um detrimental virus nearly all students were happy they were excited they were like yes no more school because of this Mm. horrible virus And it just really shows, like, how much of a mental impact schools have on students' health mentally. And it's honestly really upsetting to see. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think, like, schools have definitely transformed, like, from being a place to learn. So when you go out in the world, you can, like, start a family, support them, and live your happy life. They've become more about wanting to, like, be the best, like, get into the best college, get the best job, make the most money. Like, everything's become a competition every step of the way, and it's kind of interesting to see how, like, a virus exposes all of that, you know? Exactly. Yeah, but, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. So, I I definitely agree with you guys. I was just... There's, there's so many people who are um, taking the virus... F- like taking advantage of the virus and they're still not practicing social distance social distancing and stuff like that i don't know what do you guys think about that yeah i mean i actually saw that recently like on my snapchat i saw a guy post like he was hanging with his friends and he posted it like i mean i mean i think i said this in the last podcast too like for like a couple hours worth of fun you could be sacrificing like another two three weeks of like us having to like practice a social distancing and being inside if people were to listen to it like better and faster i mean i think we could have been outside you know mm-hmm. like i was watching a video about a doctor explaining all of this and you know it's natural for humans to be social because we are social beings but mm-hmm. we have to take into consideration that sometimes it's better to just stay inside and not talk to anybody. I mean, yes, you can talk to anybody, but, like, I mean, in person. You know, you can always do, like, a Google Hangouts call, FaceTime, or now there's the whole entire Zoom thing, and people are, like, throwing birthday parties on Zoom, you know? People can always alternate to that rather than 
going outside and hanging without hanging with their friends yeah i understand that it's extremely fun but you know it's not a good idea yeah i saw um like a uh i think maybe it was a youtube video or something and like adults were having like a happy hour together on zoom and like basically drinking together (laughs) <laughs> it's actually kind of coincidental you guys mentioned that because my like one of my closest friends his birthday's today and like all six of us like who are like a big group we got together and we like FaceTime and then we just like play Fortnite and we did stuff together so yeah I mean I don't I wonder how like this whole virus thing's gonna be like impactful like post virus like you know like will there be more like like social like will we talk more on devices or will it be more like will it be how it was you know? I think we're already talking more on devices, so I I personally felt like there wasn't much of a social change, but I guess for other people who might, like, talk to more people, I guess, in school and, like, don't hang out, that, like, they don't hang out with everyone that they talk to, I guess maybe, maybe that might ruin some of the socialness, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I actually found, I thought it was a pretty big change, like, yeah, I like, I definitely like being with people more, like, in the same room, rather than, like, talking. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and branching off of what you said earlier, Prithik, like, I am expected to see some, like, big major changes with our educational system, government, healthcare, and economy, because, like we said in the previous episode, the coronavirus has exposed and revealed all the major flaws in all of those systems, including more. And I feel like from this, we can grow and learn and how to um, improve on those flaws and maybe um, build a better society, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it will be interesting to see, like, the developments. Hopefully they're better, but, like, I mean, people may not see in the same, see in the same lens as us. Like, they may think it's fine. Or it was, I don't know, it's interesting to see. I'm, I'm kind of worried for, like, other, like, Asian Americans, maybe, like, you know, Chinese. Like, everyone's calling it the Chinese virus. I think we talked about it in the last episode and stuff. Like, especially teens, I don't, I hope people aren't going to, like, dis- discriminate, I guess. I, I hope there's not any racist comments afterwards, because... Because a lot of people are saying it's because of the Chinese and stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been see- yeah, you got it. Sorry, you can go. I, I think the, there's already a lot of stereotypes, like, out, like, from for every race. I mean, there's, I can guarantee I can tell you one stereotype for every race. But, I mean, sadly, I don't think those are going to go away anytime soon. Like, no matter what happens, no matter how close people get or how far people get, I feel like that's always going to be a part of our society whether it's a good thing or not. Yeah, I mean, regardless of the stereotype sounding good or bad, it is natural for humans to have that stereotyping or judgmental um, side to them, you know? We can't remove that. It's part of our brain. It's part of what we do, you know? Unless we somehow remove that, like, it's always going to continue on. Yeah. So in one way, the virus, like, fueled that, like, helped. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. so, but, like, that's not the first time we've seen, like, events causing, like, more stereotypical nature, like, slavery, even after that was, like, abolished mostly, 
it was there was still a huge discrimination between whites and blacks. Then you see the Spanish mm-hmm. flu, there was a disc- uh, discrimination against Latino and Latinas. I mean, like, there's if you track down all the events in history, like, it's not the first time you've seen an event cause a discrimination against a certain type of race. Yeah, it's I don't know. I I have been seeing a lot more attention put on Asian Americans with the coronavirus, and people are becoming more aware that. Um, that it's not okay to be racist or be making any sort of racist remark towards them, which I, which I very much appreciate because, you know, I've grown up, um, you know, dealing with a bunch of racist stuff from a lot of people and it's always frustrating and people always pass it by because it's like, oh, Asians, just a laughing stock, you know, and I grew up understanding that, you know, it's okay to be racist towards Asians, but, you know, once I reached the age of like, 12 or something 11 i realized that it doesn't matter what race you are saying anything racist is not okay whatsoever you know and it's sad that when i was a kid i thought being racist towards asians was okay and i just had to suck it up and deal with it and and having to realize that as a kid it's just it's quite shocking and i'm sure many other Asian Americans had to deal with the same thing. And it's, it's really upsetting. And I'm glad that the coronavirus is bringing more attention to all of this, you know, and realizing that it's not okay to be racist whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, as you guys know, like, this is a podcast for, like, teens. But, like, I wonder, like, will we understand, like, will most of our, like, society and our generation understand that, like, racism isn't a bad thing the closer we get to, like, the end of our lives as we get older and older or is it just something that we're always going to accept and be like okay there's nothing we can do about it you know because i feel like it takes more than one person to do something about it but if everybody says there's nothing we can do then where's that going to get anywhere for our generation or future generations to come that's interesting that's really interesting but i feel like there's always going to be people there's always going to be people who aren't on board and as long as there's that one or two like one or two people that don't go along with it you know then there's always going to be that racial barrier yeah there's always going to be a split between people not everybody's going to agree on one idea no matter how good or bad it may sound like everybody's going to disagree with whatever idea is being proposed by anybody you know and that's how it is and i mean we could work towards being more i guess quote unquote equal um or understanding of whatever is being proposed or try or if we go back to um all racist remarks like we can try reducing it by being more understanding that it's not okay, you know? I mean, we can't stop everybody from being racist, but hopefully we can make people more aware and learn, make them learn how to grow from all of this. Yeah, I mean, I 100% agree. That's, like, being more vigilant, like, around, like, for your, like, surroundings and being more vigilant about what you say, like, that's definitely a good first step. And then I feel like once we know that there's a problem, we have to address the problem and we have to figure out what the solution to that problem is. And like you said, we can't stop everybody, right? But if a majority of the people can start to realize that some of the things we say aren't right, then it can we can really go places. Yeah, we definitely can. Mm-hmm. So let's break the ice a little bit. And I was 
reading like a, a website posted by our school and they said as of now they pushed the prom date later but they said they're not sure if they're gonna have it it depends on what the governor and what the uh safety is around the virus but like would if you guys were seniors how would you feel about prom and like your graduation almost getting canceled oh my god that's terrible i would feel heartbroken because it's my last year of high school and it's my last year of being i guess a kid and i'm not able to end it off in like a fun way and it'd just be heart heartbreaking in my opinion yeah i mean i don't know like seeing your friends for the last time before you all split up and like go to like wherever you have to go after Mm -hmm. high school like and missing that that's a huge part of missing like the so-called high school experience you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd I hope that they would like reschedule it or something at least yeah. to like maybe after this is all done. Like even if you're count yeah. if you like you know another like prom type of thing, mm-hmm. maybe a reunion, I guess. Yeah. To make and up I mean, for it. Aside from prom, like graduation is a big thing. There's a lot of like first gen kids out there and it's like their first time graduating um from college like in their family in America or maybe just in their family and then there's people that grew up from bad families and you know they're able to succeed on their own and they're able to graduate on their own but they won't have that chance anymore because graduation was taken away from them because of corona you know it's really sad to see that because graduation is a very big part of people's lives yeah it's actually interesting because when I asked this question I was thinking more of it from like my perspective or like my parents and my parents parents they've all been through college and had a good education but yeah I didn't think about like somebody who may be like you said a first gen or somebody who may have like who may have been in a hole but they dug themselves out and they got to places like all by themselves it must be a huge like achievement for them yeah honestly Mm -hmm. I was thinking I was thinking more high school and I didn't even realize that like it's also for college. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's insane. I I honestly think it would be worse off for colleges. Like, yeah. Even if you already are in a college, like not worrying about graduation now, but like even if you're already in a college, I feel like the amount of workload and the amount of stuff you get, like they can't just reduce that. Like you know, like in a high school, yeah. I guess you could if you like work around like the standards, but in a college, you really can't reduce that, especially like the higher up the schools you go to are like. The workload's still going to be the same. Now the only difference is there's no professor teaching it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, like, especially people that want to go into the medical field, like, their MCATs are, like, postponed. Oh, yeah. Meaning they probably have to wait for another year before they can take it, meaning they have to wait for another year to become a doctor, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's really sad because a lot of them, like, really want to become a doctor because it's their dream, but they can't anymore because they're unable to take the test, which is really upsetting. And it also applies to law students and just any person that's going into um, a certain field. Yeah. I mean, like, you think this is going to be, like, a reoccurring problem? Or do you think, like, do you think it's going to come back, like, next, like, around this time next year and the year after? Or do you think it's going to be, like, gone by the time next year comes around? Coronavirus? Yeah. Um, I mean... From what I've, like, read from, like, medical posts and all that stuff, they believe that once you have corona, you're not going to have a reoccurrence of it, even though it's a virus. It's going to, like, 
although viruses can't technically die, or like, quote-unquote die, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, it's expected to not, like, return or reoccur um, again once you have, um, like, once you caught COVID or anything. But, you know, it that could honestly change because the virus is evolving and it's changing. So, Mutating. who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I read it. I listened to a TED talk, and it was like she was the lead. This girl was the lead scientist on Ebola when that was a big problem, and she was saying like how Corona, it's a virus. It's a type of virus called a zoonotic virus, and like it, it like dies faster and it weakens in heat. So she's saying it's gonna be weaker in the summer, but she's saying that there's a possibility it could come back every year like the flu. Just like how the flu comes around that mm-hmm. same time. So hopefully whatever happens, people and like scientists have vaccines and cures ready on hand next time. You know? See, with the whole entire um idea of like heat killing corona, that's that's false because I mean if you look at a lot of countries that have um like right now, okay, during the winter when um it's cold and there's coronavirus. I mean, America, like Australia, they they were experiencing coronavirus and it's extremely hot there. Same for um, like the Philippines and all that stuff. A lot of them were facing um, coronavirus, even in extreme heat. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's always a possibility, but I don't think and a lot of other scientists or medical professionals don't think that heat has a big play on the virus. That's a good point, but then again, it's not just heat that factors into it. You have to factor yeah, like you have to factor air quality. You have to factor like wind. You have mm-hmm. to factor the fact if people are listening to social distancing. You have to factor like this like the overall sanitary of the country. Like personally, right? I've been to mm-hmm. India over like fifteen times in my life, and I don't think I've been to India once without seeing at least a pile of trash anywhere on the street. Like, if you see a pile of trash on the street, if you see a cow walking down on the street, right? Like, sure, you might want to go pet the cow. Like, I've been peed on a cow. I've been peed on a cow. That's how, like, the sanitary conditions are. And my cousin has, too. So, like, you have to look at sanitary conditions like that, figure out, like, why it's not going down. It's not all just because of temp. I think think it's going to stay, but I think we're just going to, like, if if someone got um, COVID-19 and then they get it again i think it it just wouldn't be as impactful yeah at that point yeah like like you know how people can get the flu more than once without anything happening yeah i feel like Mm -hmm. it's gonna like over time when like we have kids and our kids have kids like it's gonna keep putting into their system and it's we're gonna develop like a overall immunity to it i think i think we just covered in the second part to our coronavirus mini series Thanks for tuning in, and again, my name is Michelle. I'm Pratik. And I'm Namrata. We'll see you, we'll see you all.